Welcome to the latest episode of the X-Files Retrospective Podcast, released through Bureau 42. I'm your host, Blaine Dowler. This week we're discussing Firewalker. This is back in Season 2, Episode 9, original air date, November 18th, 1994. IMDb user rating of 7.2 out of 10. The episode was written by Howard Gordon, who's written a few episodes before, and again it was directed by David Nutter. Now, Nutter really helped establish the X-Files feel in Ice, which was a tribute to The Thing, and it was a case of people in extreme environments discovering some previously unknown life. This feels in large part a sequel to that. Firewalker is basically about discovering a new and dangerous life form in the mouth of a volcano. So instead of extreme cold, it's extreme heat. This is also Gillian Anderson's first regular episode after coming back from her maternity leave. I mean, she had been in one breath, but the physical demands on her in that episode were about as light as they can manage. This one, it was right back to normal, right down to having a fight scene, and at one point having to pick up Shawnee Smith and carry her through the room. And Gillian Anderson was the first one to say, not going to happen, we need good stunt doubles this time. By and large, the episode, it's a decent episode, it's entertaining. I've always really enjoyed it, primarily for its execution. As I said, there are a lot of similarities to Ice, which was Nutter's first episode. So there's a lot here that does feel a little bit repetitive in tone. So it's very well done, but I can see why the... IMDb rating is a little bit on the low side. It doesn't really cover a lot of new ground in terms of where the series is going and what they're doing with it. There are a few things to note here. Now, we mentioned last season that they were just going around doing their investigations with mag lights and they were going to get upgrades on their flashlights. They actually got those upgrades early in season two. I'm just mentioning it here because it's a fairly light podcast this time around. They have upgraded to some heavy duty search and rescue flashlights. They're going to get upgraded again, but these have very sharp and very well-defined light beams, and very clear, very bright, no matter where you are, and that's going to come into play. They really helps them establish the lighting. There's one chase sequence when they're chasing Tanaka into the woods, where the flashlight is behind trees, so we're getting bursts of light in different areas that let us know the lay of the land while still making it feel dark. Very well done in that one. Probably the most notable aspect of the episode is the guest cast. There are basically five guest stars in this episode. Tuck Milligan is one of them, and he's probably the least well-known. He's got a decent IMDb career both before and after it, but it's a lot of guest appearances and not a lot of regular appearances. So he was showing up in things like Dallas, North and South, a lot of soap operas. It's an impressive enough resume in its own right, but it's the least impressive of the five. So if we run through the other four, guest stars in the order of appearance, we have Leland Orser. He was in Taken 1 and 2. He was in Daredevil. If you haven't seen the Daredevil movie, watch the director's cut only. Don't bother with the theatrical cut. But he's probably best known as Dr. Lucien Debenko, which was a character that ran through 61 episodes of ER. Next we have Hiro Kanagawa. He has appeared in Outer Limits, Sliders, Cold Squad, Josie and the Pussycats, Millennium, Lone Gunman. He's going to come back to the X-Files. He was Principal Quan on Smallville. He's a very recognizable actor, even if he hasn't had a role more regular than that role on Smallville. We've got Shawnee Smith, who's in Anger Management with Charlie Sheen. She was also Amanda Young in the Saw franchise. And apparently her character in Becker, 
was important enough to appear in all 129 episodes, but not important enough to have a last name. According to the IMDb, her character was Linda. And that's it, appearing in every episode of the series. Now, the last major guest star is Bradley Whitford, who's probably best known these days for playing Josh Lyman in 154 episodes of The West Wing, along with another, along with a number of other roles. So this is a high-quality guest cast, and it's a high-quality production in terms of the way they're putting it together and the delivery and the assemblage. Even the visual effects are very well done, where this silicon parasitic life form can actually burst out of its victim's necks, and that happens a couple of times in the episode. Sometimes it happens immediately in front of us, but from a distance, later on, it happens sort of around the corner. So we see a burst of spores splat out of the window, and we see the person fall after it. We don't see the actual bursting itself. One of the most compelling parts, I think, is the ending. When it's all said and done and they've figured out what happened, they do realize the risks involved. And they actually do leave behind a survivor to clean up. And Mulder even makes a point of saying his record is the only record that stands to describe what happens there. So Mulder has lied in his official report, to make sure this danger stays sealed up. It was an interesting choice. I'm not sure it completely fits. If you have proof of a silicon-based life form, it's proof of something new people haven't seen. But again, that's not Mulder's personal quest. If this was proof of extraterrestrial life, rather than just a different kind of Earth-based life, I don't think Mulder would have made the same choice. So it provides a nice contrast in terms of him and his personal quest and the way he treats it. In any event, that's pretty much everything we have to say about Firewalker. Join us again in two weeks' time as we discuss Red Museum. Thank you. Intro and outro music is by Lastwell, created under the Creative Commons license. All other content, copyright 2014, Bureau 42. Please feel free to send any comments and feedback to bureau42podcasts at gmail.com or leave us a review on iTunes.